F dash dash dash. You know what that word is, the big four letter word, but I'm not talking about the four letter words you're thinking. Maybe that'll be a different show down the road. I'm talking about fear. Have you ever experienced a situation where fear held you back? Have you ever done something you were afraid to do and then regretted it? Today, we are going to talk about fear with Anya Miller, how to push through fear and why fear really isn't that big of a deal. I know, easy for me to say. Anya's goal is to help you create upward mobility and a happier life through business, self-care, and learning to better manage the mother load. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hi, Anya. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And I am really excited. I know that sounds weird, but I am excited to talk about our four-letter word today, fear, because I know everyone has experienced fear at some point in their life. It doesn't matter if you're in business, if you're not in business, you're a mom, you're in corporate, we all deal with fear and anxiety. So Anya, you are going to break down those walls for us today. I'm so excited because you have an amazing story. So let's just start with who you are and what is your business. So I am a wife and a mom of four. I've got four kiddos. Um, my business is historically has been photography. So I do babies and newborns and birthdays and stuff like that. All of the cute photography. Um, and then more recently I started the updraft podcast and started getting into a space of just trying to help women sort of live their best lives and overcome the overwhelm and build their business and reach their goals. Um, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. That's amazing. And your updraft podcast is amazing. You have such great stories to share. So if you're not listening to the Updraft podcast, I highly recommend it because Anya is wonderful. Thank you. So we're going to start with the topic of fear. And before we just kind of jump in and tell our audience and listeners like, oh, this is how you push past it. I think we really need to take a step back and you know, let them know that, hey, we've all been there. So Anya, can you share your experience or a situation where fear has held you back? I could give you about a million <laughs> situations <laughs> where fear has held me back. I was an anxious kid. Like right from the get-go, I was anxious and I was scared. I was scared to talk to people. I was scared to try new things. I was scared to sleep because the house might burn down around me. Like I've just, I grew up as a fearful person. And then it kind of came to a head when I was in high school. By the 11th grade, I was no longer attending school because it had gotten to a point where I was afraid to even walk into a classroom if there were already three people there. 
So if I wasn't the first person that got to school that day and got to my seat and could kind of hide my face as everyone else walked in, I would just end up in a bathroom crying instead. There was no going. So one day the principal called me down, well, the vice principal called me down and she sat me down and, you know, do you know why you're here? And I was like, I have no idea why I'm here. I'm a good kid. I never get in trouble. Um, and she told me that my lack of attendance and the fact that I was still on the honor roll was making the other kids feel bad. And I either needed to commit to being there every single day and not missing a single class so that the other kids would see me working my butt off or she was kicking me out of school oh, wow. and there was no way. So she kicked me out of school in the 11th grade. You know, like I had fear, but I was also a little bit, I don't even know what the word was. I don't know, spiteful, I guess, because I then turned around, went to a doctor, got an anxiety diagnosis and made the school pay to homeschool me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they had to send a teacher to my house. Um, and eventually I did overcome that. I did go back to school in the 12th grade. I did a couple of, ironically, I was in the musical theater program. I played Eponine in our version of Les Mis and I got up on stage and I sung in front of 2000 people, which kind of makes no sense. But I think it was because I could be someone else. Like it wasn't me standing up there. It was the character. Interesting standing up there. But so like right from high school, things were holding me back. And then, the, you know, there were other opportunities that came my way for different universities, but I would have had to travel away and I would have had to change my life. And I was too scared. And I was offered a job playing Ariel on a Disney cruise. Um, one of the recruiters came to the musical and heard me sing and, and they were, you know, you just sound exactly like Ariel. You need to come and be her on the Disney cruise. And again, what a cool experience that would have been. That is so cool. Right? So much fun. Didn't do it. Too scared. Had an opportunity to go. I rode horses. I loved riding and horses. And I loved science. I originally wanted to be a fertility specialist, be a doctor. And I was offered a, a position going to a horse farm and helping to oversee their breeding program and learning all about genetics and all of that. And again, would have been really cool didn't do it. You know, like there were just so many things. I mean, I stayed in an abusive relationship for six, six and a half years where I was just broken down to a shell of a human being because I was too afraid to leave. I was too afraid that when he said, no one else will love you like me, that he was right. I was too afraid of what was on the other side. And I mean, now being on the other side, I'm like, oh, heck, that was a waste of time, <laughs> you know, because it's a beautiful life on the other side. I, I could literally go on forever. I, I got pregnant when I was 26. I told his father that I was pregnant. My now husband, we worked it all out, but I told his father that I was pregnant and he literally stared at me blankly for 15 minutes and then walked out of the room and he was gone for three years. And the only time I heard from him really was him trying to convince me not to keep the baby. You can't do this on your own. You're going to fail. This child can't grow up with one parent. You don't know what you're doing. You know, just all of these fearful messages and being terrified, like absolutely terrified. Mind you, I did push through that one. I did keep the baby and it's a beautiful situation now, but he was responding out of his fear too. It was like, you know, his fear is pushing me and creating my fear. And then what do you do with that? So I think anyone, as they look back on their life can probably pull so many situations where we didn't do something 
or we were held back because we were afraid. And it's such a shame. It is such a shame. So when you look back to all of those situations, because you're now on the other side of it, and we're going to get to how you got to the other side. But before we jump into that, I want to know, like, what is your biggest takeaway from pushing through it? Like, what has that fear taught you? So what I have learned about myself is that I am far more resilient and strong than I ever would have imagined. It is incredible what a human brain and body can endure if it has to. Not that we ever hope anyone has to go through so much, but it is incredible what we can endure and come out on the other side happy and healthy and having a great life. And the other takeaway that I I took from it is I don't think there has ever been anything that I was afraid of and did anyway that I regret it. So it's always worth it because even if you do something and it's a huge fail, I've started businesses that just went belly up and lost me all kinds of money, but I learned things from them. Like you, you get something out of that. So it's always worth it to push through. I love that. So how do you cope with fear and push through it? How did you do it? So at first I didn't, (laughs) it was was basically, I I went to a therapist, um, a couple of years ago, really. And, you know, I talked to her and I, I told her about my life and I said, I think I actually said, I was like, you know, I haven't had that hard of a life. I've had a few things happen to me. And then I started listing all the things that happened to me and her mouth just kept dropping further and further and further. And she was like, how can you say that you haven't had that hard of a life? Like it's just been one situation of chaos or trauma after another, and you're not actually living your life. You're not making any decisions about anything that you do or that happens to you. And she had established that it was because I was so afraid. I was paralyzed. So I was just sitting still and letting whatever happened, happened and hoping for the best instead of sort of grabbing onto life and taking control and making decisions. And again, that was from fear, just, you know, being paralyzed about doing the wrong thing. I think to some degree it was, you know, push along until something gets so bad that you have no choice but to face it. The abusive relationship, I think I would have been dead if I'd stayed. You know, you don't really have a choice. You need to leave. And so in that case, I pushed through because I had to, but I wasn't happy about it. I was terrified and made lots of horrible decisions (laughs) right Right. afterwards out of fear. Um, You know, having cancer. I had cancer in my early 20s. You don't have a choice but to push through that. You just, you have to just put one foot in front of the other. Um, But since then, I've learned a couple of things. One of which, like I said, is that you'll never regret doing something you're afraid of. You'll always get something out of it. I've also learned that there are a lot of people in the world that are not going to like you. And it's not based on you. Because if it was based on you and who you are, I could put you in a room with 30 people at a party and you could tell the room a bunch of stories, tell them about your life. And if their decision to like or not like you or form whatever opinion about you was based on you, then they would all walk out of that party and I could interview them all and they would say to me the exact same thing. But that's not how life works. People form opinions based on their own perceptions. Maybe they like you because you remind them of their third grade teacher 
maybe they hate you because they remi- you remind them of their third grade teacher, right? Like there are so many things that goes into forming a person's opinion and we can't control what other people think of us. So at the end of the day, other people's opinions I have decided are none of my business, <laughs> not my problem, not mine to control. I'm just going to put myself out there and probably 50% of people will love me and 50% of people will think I'm a moron and that's okay. And when you can let go of just that piece, I feel like it opens up all kinds of doors. And then the other thing that I hold on to a lot when I'm trying to work through fear, make a decision, move through paralysis, is I think about what is the worst case scenario? Because usually it's not that bad. So say you want to start a business. And you're terrified. I started a company, a clothing company called Ellie and Boo. Why the heck I started a clothing company? I don't know. Because I don't care about fashion. (laughs) It makes no sense. And it went belly up within, I don't know, eight months because I wasn't passionate about it and I didn't care. It was just this whim of a, hey, let's throw a whole lot of money into this and see what happens. And then of course, (laughs) nothing happened. (laughs) And, you know, I I look at it and I'm like, okay, what was I afraid of? I was afraid of what people would think. Well, I've already addressed that. And I was afraid that it wouldn't work and I'd lose money. Well, that happened. And you know what? We're still here and it's fine. Or, you know, you want to apply for a new job and you're scared to apply because you might not get it. Well, whatever. If you don't get it, you're going to be exactly where you are now. Generally, the worst case scenario is that you end up here. Why not take the chance that you could change and have something amazing work out when the worst case scenario is that you stay where you are, which is what you're choosing to do. I totally agree. And, you know, I find too, as I've gone through transformations with my business and still growing the business, I've learned to not, I've learned to look at fear differently. And I want to see if you agree with this. I feel that fear is always there. And a part of fear is there to actually keep you safe from the basics of not driving through a red light or not running into a street. Like fear is there to keep you safe and comfortable. But I also feel that you need to have a positive relationship with fear and understand it and make room for it and say, I see that you're there. And I see that you're trying to hold me back, but I'm deciding that I'm taking the wheel and you're going to sit in the back seat. And yeah, you're going to keep me safe, but I'm going to keep moving forward. I think we need to get into the mindset of fear is there. It will always be there, but you just have to be above it. Just one step above it at all times. Do you know what I'm trying to (laughs) say there, Anne? I agree with you 100%. I can't even tell you how many times when I was trying to launch my podcast, I had to tell my brain to just be quiet and sit down. Like the fear part of my brain. I've got this. Now you be quiet and sit down and stop freaking me out. Yes. Because it really does. It comes at you. And I say this to my son too, which is such a simplified version, but my son inherited lucky kid. He inherited my anxiety. And he's a very bright, bright child. So he is constantly thinking of all of the terrible things that could happen if he closes his eyes and takes his guard down for just a second. And I've sat him down and I've explained to him that 
you know, we have this primal part of our brain that was created to help us survive. And back in the caveman days, before we had homes and alarm systems and communities, you had to stay awake or Mm -hmm. a lion would come eat you. And we don't have that anymore. So you do, you have to tell your brain sometimes to just back off and calm down because it loves to tell us that things are far scarier than they actually are. Another thing that I think is really interesting about that with your brain and fear and how you have to kind of have a positive, you said you have to have a positive relationship with it, Mm -hmm. is I was listening and I can't remember who it was. I wish I could think of who it was to reference them. I think it might've been Mel Robbins, but I'm not sure. Anyway, someone awesome (laughs) was saying that there is no physical difference between fear and excitement. The reaction in your body is identical. You tense up and your palms get kind of sweaty and your stomach gets tight. And if you tell your brain when you're scared that you're actually excited, it believes you. And I've tried it. It works. So next time you're really scared, tell your brain you're actually excited and watch what happens. Oh, I like that a lot. I'm going to have to write that down. Excited. (laughs) Yeah. Be excited, not afraid, because you can trick your brain into believing it. And you can then enjoy the thrill and the adrenaline of the fear instead of being paralyzed by it. So Anya, what advice would you give to someone who has big dreams? Let's say they want to start their own company or they you know, want to network or be a speaker, whatever they want to do, but they're paralyzed by that anxiety or fear. What advice would you give them to start that journey to push past it? I would tell them to break it into little tiny chunks and tackle it bit by bit each day. And at first it feels silly because you're not really making any progress. But as you accomplish each of those tiny things that you were afraid of and you can look back and see that nothing bad happened and you're doing fine and you are resilient and you are strong, you gain momentum and then you'll start taking on two or three tasks a day and then four or five tasks a day and then bigger tasks. And you can kind of chunk through it bit by bit by bit. When you look at the whole picture, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to drown yourself. But if you can just break it into tiny bite-sized pieces that you can take on one at a time, you will make progress and then you will gain momentum kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill. Just remember that what is the worst case scenario? Like, just think about that. Remind yourself that it's it's not that bad. You're not going to die. And then just do like a really quick five, four, three, two, one and do it. Don't think about it. You're going to psych yourself out. Just five, four, three, two, one and do it. Or three, two, one if you're really scared. <laughs> just do it. Like jumping into cold water. You just do it. And then you'll get this rush of exhilaration afterwards. It actually feels amazing afterwards because you get that hit of adrenaline. And really when fear is sitting there in the back seat, you know, staring you in at your rear view mirror, you just need to tell fear you're really not a big deal. Yeah. You're not a big deal. And then just keep going, keep driving forward. Absolutely. Because the thought of fear is so much worse than any of the actual moments. Right. Yeah. The, the thought of fear is worse than the actual fear. Yep. One, and, and usually the thought of fear is worse than whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Sorry. I misheard that. But yeah, it's, exa- <laughs> it's exactly that. I remember before I had surgery to have the cancer removed from my body, I was trying so hard to put on a brave front for my family and you know all of that. And then I would just 
break down at 2 a.m. when no one was around and just sob into a pillow because I was so, so scared of having surgery, of not waking up, of all of the possible outcomes. But you know what? The actual surgery itself was a cakewalk. <laughs> like it had built up to so much in my head. It, you know, it's just those fears are generally just not as bad as you're expecting. Well, Anya, thank you so much for just talking about fear, being real, and just relating to our listeners. So whoever is listening, where can they find you, Anya? Thank you so much for having me today. This is really fun to chat with you. Um, If anyone wants to get in touch with me, they can check out my website, which is anyamiller.com. It's A-N-N-Y-A is how you spell my name. They can check me out on Instagram and my handle is anya.miller or they can listen to my Updraft podcast, which you can find in pretty much any podcast listening app and just type in the Updraft podcast. And I will make sure that I put Anya's information in In the show notes, make sure you check her out. And as Anya said, don't let fear control you. Just have it take a back seat. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.